Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the first zero ducks given daily of the England versus India series. And we probably should have mentioned earlier that we are doing a zero ducks given daily during the England versus India series. We we, we basically, we, we kept meaning to mention it. We completely forgot. So here we are after the first day's play of this five test series between England and India. And I've got Daniel Norcross here with me. And there's a lot to unpack. We're going to try and do it in about 10, 15 minutes maximum. Um, and there were parts of today's play that went exactly as I think we expected and a few surprises along the way as well. But the numbers are England were 246 all out. And I think the general consensus at the end of the first innings was that might be an OK score, that on a pitch that's turning a bit on day one. But India made it look very, very, very placid compared to when we were batting. They finished 119 for one off 23 overs. Poor Tom Hartley on his test debut, bowled nine overs north for 63. And uh, Jaiswal was absolutely unbelievable. He finished 76 not out overnight. There's lots to get through. Daniel Norcross, I think I'm going to do it chronologically. So, first of all, England got off to a flyer like they have done since Basball began, really, with Ben Duckett and Zach Crawley because the seamers were on. And then as soon as the seamers went off and the spinners came on, it was a bit more like we know England versus India in India to be. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it, that India decided to use their seamers for the little, a little bit longer than England did because England had gone in with only the one seamer, as we know, and Wood only bowled two overs, which only went for nine runs. Two of them were wides, bouncer wides. So India took a very different approach, which was get the lacquer off the ball they didn't really mind if they're going to go for runs. They've got two high-quality seamers, and Bumrah was actually getting the ball to nibble and jag a bit. There was a bit more bounce in the wicket, I think, perhaps than people had factored in um, when we saw the team selection. Uh, but crucially, if we're going to start chronologically, we've got to start the fact that it started at four o'clock. And um, my body clock woke me up at quite literally four o'clock. I woke up going, 
oh god I've only been asleep two hours it won't be time for the cricket yet and mithered and then turned around and looked just as my clock went from 4 to 4.01 so I thought oh god do I get up and watch it I started by watching it on the phone and saw fours then I thought oh, I'll get the commentary from Crick Info to get me, get me some idea of what was going on then I had to watch and it all felt a little bit like watching England against Australia's seamers up to a point. And then, as you say, the spinners came in. And I, look, I mean, what is it that they do so differently, those spinners? There's a bit of height, there's bounce, there's accuracy. And I think if we're going to be really honest, we've got to say that India's spinners bowl at the stumps and they challenge both edges because they can get the ball that slides on, but but ball that turns away. They bowl with just a little bit more vigour on the ball. And I think England spinners looked incredibly rusty by comparison. So I thought, if we're going, as you say, chronologically, that there were various points when England would have thought themselves on top. Three down at lunch. Bairstow and Root going okay. Root just playing the sweep. That was his shot. It was a bit like, you know, Ben Duckett had talked about how he was going to sweep India to death. But it was, in fact, Root who was going to do that. He unfurled sweep after sweep, which look was working until one bounced a bit. And that was the problem, wasn't it? Because there was a bit of bounce in the pitch. And the one that got him out just bounced a little bit more and got the top edge. So it looks like you've given your wicket away. But then here's a stat. And it's it's you know, I first saw Henry Moran mention it. In the entirety of England's last series against India, they compiled 578 and then no other score above 205. 206, I think it might have been. 578 was on a on a pretty decent deck, batting first in Chennai, and then they progressively became more. The first test, wasn't it? And it was largely right. thanks to Joe Root's genius 200 as well. So it was a bit of a freak result. It was a freak. It was a freak. So England getting to 246 and doing it in, in pretty good time, as they always do with basketball, that looked like progress and a bonus, didn't it? But the age-old problem in English cricket is... Uh, and I'm not blaming Tom Hartley, Jack Leach, Ryan Ahmed, is where are England spinners coming from? And I thought we were sold a bit of a pup with the notion that Joe Root was going to be part of this four-man spin attack. When Jaiswal's going nuts and you've got Root who can bowl into the pitch quite vigorously, right arm round the wicket, taking it away from the left-hander. They don't have many left-handers in this team, India. I was a bit baffled by he didn't bowl. <laughs> that didn't make a lot of sense. But, you know, one questions Ben Stokes' tactics at your peril. I mean, I thought looking at the way England's batters got out, there are a couple of loose, loose, loose dismissals. You'd say Crawley was a bit disappointing in the way that he got out. But Johnny Bairstow got a beautiful delivery, didn't he? And that's the difference between Aksha Patel and Hartley and Leach, you know. They're beating the outside edge and burning three reviews in the process. In By the way, record time. No side's done it quicker than that. Jason Holder was the previous record holder against England in the 2020 COVID series when he was trying to uh, waste time to secure a draw. So he just kept on referring things that were nowhere near out. Stokes wasn't doing that. He was trying to put faith in Tom Hartley. But, you know, those balls are turning past the outside edge. They're not turning, going on to hit the stumps. And if you look at the pitch maps for today... You'd have to say that India's bowlers threaten the pads and threaten the stumps more often. And that was the difference, really, between the two sets of spinners. The pitch has still got plenty in it. I mean, we saw Hartley 
come back. You mentioned him at the top there, bowling nine overs done for 63. And it was fairly obvious why he kept bowling. It was because Ben Stokes wanted to show faith. And he he did indeed pull it back. His first two overs went for 30, didn't they? Yeah, well, I, I messaged Finney on our group, on our WhatsApp group. And I said, Finney, what's the play here? Because there's a bowler wants to keep on bowling because Tom Hartley might be thinking, if I can just get a wicket, if I can get one of them to slog one up in the air and get that confidence-boosting wicket, then, you know, that could change everything. Or he's thinking, you know, that, you know, this that the only way that I can improve on my bowling figures is to keep bowling. And Finney said, I would want the captain to take me out the firing line and bring me back tomorrow morning and just let me go and, you know, feel sorry for myself in the outfield for a bit and then come back. Stokes went the other way and bowled him for nine overs, north for 63. I would say... I think I agree with what you said. I was getting annoyed that Joe Root wasn't bowling, which probably shows the difference between their spinners and ours, that I was desperate for a few Joe Root overs. Because I actually thought Hartley bowled okay to the right hand. It was just Jaiswal who got absolutely stuck into it. And and as a result, he was Tom Hartley, he wasn't landing two balls in the same place in a row to the left-hander because you could see that he was completely spooked. And I don't blame him on his England debut. But it was an interesting tactic by Ben Stokes. I, I wonder if now in the cold light of day whether Stokes regrets it and whether Tom Hartley wishes that he was looking at two overs north for 30 rather than nine overs north for 63. Well, I don't know that it's that, actually. I mean, I think actually keeping him on after the first two was possibly essential because you don't want to be two overs done for 30. And he did, he bowled a couple of good balls in those first two overs. And I know you're sort of clutching a straw and saying, oh, a couple of good balls. But actually, for someone with such little experience trying to get into the series then you want to give him the opportunity to bowl two good balls in an over and then three good balls in an over. Nine overs just seemed excessive. And the, I, I come back again though, to lengths. Like, then this isn't just Tom Hartley. I'm a big fan of Jack Leach. I love him to bits. He's England's best spinner. But he does drag the ball down too short every over. So, you know, there's always a get-out-of-jail shot. There's always a punch off the back foot if you're the right-hander. He's not consistently making you think, oh shit, this ball's going to come on with the arm or this one's going to go away or there's going to be natural variation because he just gives you a ball that just, I mean, and we're not talking super short, we're not talking long hops, but we're talking international cricket short where you just have to take, put your weight onto the back foot and then find the gap through the offside. And uh, in fairness to Jack Leach, he had a stress fracture of the back. He's not played first class cricket, for heaven's sake, you know, he'll be rusty. But that's what, this is, always the challenge when you're playing India and you're England and you don't have the setup to develop spin bowlers and you've gone in with a bloke who's played 20 first class matches a 19 year old leggy and a man who hasn't played first class game since a stress fracture of the back in June then you're rather up against it when you're facing Ashwin and Jadeja who've got 700 wickets between them and Aksha Patel who did you three years ago you know yeah, well, it's. I mean, so we did an India preview episode after far too many uh, beverages, which is still available. You can go back and listen again to that, and it's worth listening to because everything we said is still valid. And it was the main point that we made was that the reason that it's going to be so tough for England to get anything out of this series is because our batsmen have to face their spinners, and their batsmen have to face our spinners. Now, that's not me having a pop at our spinners, but I mean, when Ashwin came on to bowl, I thought. I thought it's 4am, I'm not seeing those numbers right, but 490 wickets at 23, and they sometimes leave him out the side. 
He would be our greatest ever spinner by a absolute landslide. And he's not even necessarily first name on their team sheet. So that's the difference here. Um, but Jack Leach, I mean, I remember when he bowled 64 overs in the Caribbeans on that pitch that was turning a bit. And and he did fine. He, he, he bowled nine overs going at about two and a half this today. Jack Leach is a very, very good, decent spinner, but he's not going to tear through your batting line. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, now, we could talk all day about this, and this is going to be a recurring theme for the rest of the series about their spinners versus our spinners. Let's let's Charlotte for a bit of English positivity. And I know that doesn't come naturally to you, Daniel Lawcross, but the way I see it is, despite the fact that India look bloody good, they have to bat last on this wicket. And... They currently Possibly. trail England. Yeah, yeah, Mo, yeah, that's a good point. In theory, they have to bat last on this <laughs> wicket. I did think the batting was much improved. There was a couple of times I thought that we had India a little bit rattled. There was a few dodgy reviews, although then Ben Stokes was, was much worse. But Sharma had a couple of dodgy reviews and a couple of weird field placings, including letting Ben Stokes get the easiest singles mm-hmm. in the world off the last ball of the over when he was batting with Jack Lee. So... I think we did have their brains fried a little bit with our technique, especially when Stokes teed off. By the way, I've even mentioned Stokes was magnificent for his 70, by the way. It's brilliant. But um, look, they trailed by 127. The end of play couldn't come soon enough today. I think England wanted to get inside and come back tomorrow. But if they can restrict India to 320, 330, a leader sort of 80, 90, and then just give them something to bowl at 170 in the final. I mean, it's not England aren't no. out of this test match after one day, which a lot of the time in the last tour in India, they were. That, that's absolutely right. And, you know, I think Harsha Bogley and Ravi Shastri made an interesting point, which was that um, the ball seemed to grip a little bit more, was a little bit more awkward 
in the morning session when there was uh, when it was a little bit damper. Essentially, what it'll be like in Hyderabad in the mornings is it'll be a bit misty. There'll be a bit of moisture in the air, and that'll just make it obviously a lot less dry. So it might be a bit quicker. The turn you get is going to be a bit quicker in the first session. So that's going to be, as we always say, <laughs> the next session is absolutely crucial. But that will be uh, a positive for England spinners. And I thought generally, actually, England's batting held up quite well. They weren't spooked. They were incredibly positive. They looked positive in the field. Um, Stokes is remorselessly and relentlessly positive and takes the attacking option. It is noticeable, though, isn't it, that all this talk about baseball and India are going at a run and over faster than England. And that's yeah. and that's actually not a reflection of England not playing baseball and India playing baseball. I'm afraid it's a reflection of India's spinners being much easier, England's spinners, sorry, being much easier to get away in that evening session than India's. And the fact that England went so quick, you know, that is the fastest anyone has gone against Ravindra Jadeja in home conditions in his entire career. I mean, he was going nearly five and over, one of the greatest um, left-arm spinners the world's ever seen. And England really took the attack to him. So that is a very big positive. Um, Other little points of notes before we sign off. Uh, I've given you my ball of the day, which is obviously actually to poor old Johnny Burstow. That I don't think there's anything you can do about that, even if you know where the ball's going to go, I suppose, um, because it just turned and straightened perfectly and bounced. But a couple of little oddities. Uh, Tom Hartley became only the third bowler, we think, in history, certainly since the ball-by-ball record existed, to be hit for six of his first ball. The other two are Sohag Ghazi of Bangladesh. And right. yeah, and uh, and Faf Duplessis. Uh, ah. Tom Hartley's spell of nine for nine oh six sixty three runs is not the most expensive on debut for somebody who's bowled over five overs. Uh, that would go to um, Shahadat Hussain of Bangladesh, who went for eight and a half runs and over twelve overs for around a hundred and four or something of that magnitude. What, what was this? We understand Ben Stokes's reasoning. What the hell was the reasoning to keep bowling Hussain? Unclear, uh, very unclear. <laughs> I'd need to go back and find out. Um, so there were those two sort of delightful oddities. And then there was the other one, which was the six that Rayan Ahmed didn't get that was downgraded to a five. Now, I don't know if you were, were you eagle eyed enough to spot this? Because it's always when Ben Stokes is when, there. I fell asleep. I drifted off when Ahmed was ah. batting. Right. So um, rather brilliantly, Rayan Ahmed hit the ball out towards deep backward square leg. Uh, they ran one. They came back for the second. As the throw came in, Stokes and, and Rahan hadn't quite crossed. Only just, only by about one pace. And the ball flew off to the boundary for four overthrows. But Rahan Ahmed was on strike at the start of the next, for the next ball. So he'd run, they'd done six and initially was the thought. But because, you know, the World Cup final, you know, remember the Ben Stokes controversy? Yeah. As the as the throw comes in, if they haven't crossed, you only get the runs that have been completed before the crossing. So it's only twice that I've seen this be an issue. Once the umpires didn't overturn it. Now, because it happened in a World Cup final, Ran Ahmed was denied a run. The umpires double checked it, and instead of being credited with his with an international six, um, he was credited with an international five instead. Stokes. Whacked a few more sixes that takes him even further ahead at the top of the six-hitting charts. He is out there by a mile ahead of anybody else. Uh, Brendan McCullum, obviously, I think, in second place. And he's fast approaching Brendan McCullum's career 
aggregate, that could be something we look out for in this series. He's about 250 odd runs away. So it was a joy to watch earlier. It was, he it was great. Oh, and wasn't he mobile? I thought he was. I thought I he ran he was really sweeping well. Sweeping and reverse sweeping, and I kept waiting for him to wince or struggle to stand up. But he looked. Whoever did that surgery on his knee, if only Stephen Finn had had their number all those years ago. I know. He'll be going strong. Um, one other thing I do want to mention is Ben Folks, the best keeper in the world, the one that we've all been excited to see, clattering over all three stumps when a ball came in from the boundary, completely lost his bearings and wiped out all three cricket stumps. I don't think I've ever seen that before. It was very entertaining. And it's not for this podcast, but at some point in the next few weeks, Daniel Norcross, you and I are going to have to have a very awkward Ollie Pope chat. 38 test matches with a batting average of 34. <laughs> We may have to have an awkward chat at some point, I'm sorry to say, but that's something for you to look forward to. Yes, I, I, I wondered if that was going to happen, but we'll, we'll park <laughs> it for today. It was, his, it was his first game. He's been scratched as well. He hasn't had a lot of time in the middle, so, you know, I'm going to give yeah, him an opportunity to got, bounce back. And got, yeah, and he's got a collarbone made out of cheese string. Doesn't help. But um, doesn't right, help. anyway. <laughs> right, well, lovely to see you, and uh, I guess we'll meet around same time tomorrow. Yeah, works for me. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.